We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Welcome to the Roto Grinders Morning Grind Podcast. I'm your host, Stevie TPFL. It's Monday, it's February 8th, it's 2021, and we have eight NBA games to talk about here on today's podcast. We are presented by Monkey Knife Fight. If you haven't checked, try them out. They're the fastest growing single player DFS site out there. Get a 100% bonus up to $50 on your first deposit. Rotogrinders.com slash partner slash MKF, the link will be in the podcast description, so make sure you guys are checking them out. I'm joined today by my good buddy, Chief Justice 06. Will, how are you doing, my friend? Doing great, man. Another day, another slate. Um, you know, uh, you know, Tom Brady pulled off a, an, another another big one, you know, said in this interview that he's coming back, so uh, should be another fun ride uh, next season, trying to see if, you know, we can get the rematch of, of, of Tom Brady and Patrick Mahomes, uh, you know, from a uh, from a sports card perspective, if I may. I think I think I'm slightly excited that Mahomes lost the Super Bowl because now some of his card prices are going to come down and I'll scoop a couple of them up in the offseason. Uh, but other than that, man, uh, congrats to the Bucks, And uh, that is all behind us now. Let us discuss some DFS. Yeah, it's officially NASCAR season. Like, by football, it's NASCAR season. Like, it's NASCAR starts Tuesday. Like, all right. Oh, my go. gosh. Wait, wait, yeah. whoa, 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 Yeah, like Tuesday. Bye. Yeah, see you see you later, football. It, it's NASCAR time. Oh, um, Stevie, this, this just got me kind of excited. I know this is an NBA show. And you did tell me we were going to have a couple races this week the last time we talked. But six? My yeah, six this gosh, week. I didn't realize. <laughs> Tuesday. I'm crazy, right? Here. Jeez. Okay, yeah, man. So yeah, I'm excited. Obviously, um, super pumped. We'll we'll have the weekly package price up on Rotor Grinders on Monday um, today. So if you're listening to the podcast in the morning, so you guys can check that out. The early bird special will run until next Monday, the fifteenth. Um, so you can get the whole season for four hundred bucks. Um, you know, if you have any questions, feel free to hit me up. But I'm excited. Yes, NASCAR starts Tuesday. We got two races on Thursday. We got a truck race on Friday, an Xfinity race on Saturday, and a cup race on Sunday. So see you later, football season. It's it's NASCAR season. 
it sounds to me, Stevie, and, and listen, I'm, you know, I consider myself to be pretty smart, but I'm not, you know, I'm, I'm smart enough. It sounds to me like this is the week to invest in the weekly package. Am I correct? I mean, you've got so much content. Is the weekly package more this week because of the extra races or is it the same as if it, you know, as, as any other week? I, I, I cannot comment on that situation right now. <laughs> Oh, okay. <laughs> we're we're still trying to figure that out. But uh yeah, I appreciate you, buddy. Um you can you can buy the weekly this week and hopefully you crush Daytona. Um and then you can um pay for the season on Monday. So um all right, we talked enough NASCAR. Um I was super wrong about the Super Bowl. Um the big game, I was way wrong. I'll take my L. Um I never have a problem taking my L. Um the Tampa Bay defense showed up. And as much credit as Tampa or as Tom Brady's going to get, the Tampa Bay defense showed up. Uh, they played a fantastic game. Um, they doubled Tyreek a ton. Couple drops, couple very questionable 10 feet over the head pass interference calls. But um, overall, kind of a boring game. Um, let's get into some basketball. It's a it's a solid eight game slate. Like this is a solid Monday slate right here. A um, couple teams on a back to back, and overall. Uh, we have a lot of the injury news kind of going into the slate. So by the time you listen to the podcast, there'll probably be 10 things that change uh, just because I said that. But um, let's get into it. Houston at Charlotte is where we start. Um, Exum and Wood are out for Houston. Charlotte is on a back-to-back. There is no total for this game. Um you know, we know Devontae Graham did not play Sunday. He's dealing with a groin injury. Um, I did not see anything else that came out of the Charlotte game as far as injury news. But if Graham were to sit, obviously it would be huge. But let's start with Houston. You know, obviously with Christian Wood out, it's a huge upgrade um, in minutes to this team. What are we looking at here on Houston? Well, I mean, I think everybody knows, you know, you're, you're going to need to look at Boogie Cousins now. You know, one of the things that I think is, is interesting about this game is Boogie's playing, um, but so is Oladipo and so is John Wall. So I, I think that's the inter- interesting dynamic. Bottom line, though, man, you know, Boogie, I think, is still uh, cheap enough for you to be able to get him in, in, in your lineups at 7,100. I, I mean, he's 6K on FanDuel, so I feel a lot better about it. Um, 71, like I said, it's still cheap enough because we know he's got 40, 50 point upside, but he's going to have to get there at that price. So I'm not as enthused on DK on FanDuel at 6K. I love it. Um, you know, John Wall's back up to 7,400. My hope is that we get stable minutes. So like if, if, if John Wall's going to get 32 minutes, I feel okay, uh, with that at 7,400. Like, I don't feel bad about that. Um, I'd love to see him at 35, but 32, I think is still, still pretty acceptable. Um, you know, and I think that's, that, that's kind of where I don't think I want to play Oladipo at 8,100 with John Wall and Boogie don't really feel great about that. And I think that's kind of going to where I'm going to end, uh, any investment into the Houston Rockets. Yeah. Houston, obviously this is a spot that Oladipo and John Wall could have big games. Um, but DeMarcus Cousins, the guy that I have the most interest in here. Charlotte's on a back-to-back, a little bit uglier shooting, usually on a back-to-back for most teams. And DeMarcus Cousins, the the rebound upside is probably 15 to 20 in this game. And if he's getting that type of rebounds, he's a guy that will get pumped up and, you know, make make things happen on the offensive side. If he's going to get 30 minutes in this game against Charlotte, should crush at 7,100. Outside of him, I think, like, 
Jason Tate is somewhat interesting in this spot at 4,800. It really depends on like what type of value we see by the time we get done looking at the whole slate um, and what opens up throughout the day. Because I do think Jason Tate plays 30 minutes in this game um, overall. So he's someone that I'm somewhat interested in here. Uh, Charlotte side of things, you know, I think a lot of the Charlotte side, and you can, you know, you can kind of touch on this too, but I think a lot of the Charlotte side really depends on Devontae Graham. Um, you know, we look at what happened on Sunday and like they didn't have to play a lot of fourth quarter minutes. They, they kind of handled Washington on Sunday. Um, Rogier had a big game, you know, Bridges had a really solid game, you know, LaMelo, had a decent game, but his price went up 500 bucks. Like what are we looking at here with Charlotte? And, or, you know, really is this going to be determined by like what we're doing um, with the Graham news? Yeah, I think it's all going to depend on Graham. Now I do feel like in terms of uh, LaMelo, I do think his minutes are going to be pretty stable. Um, so you know, at this point, I don't think it's a minutes thing. I think it's just a price thing like 8,300, I mean, he's now priced, you know, like some of some of the some of the big dogs. So I, I don't want to play Lamelo at this price, although I really like him. I do think Terry Rozier is still in play here, uh, sixty three hundred. If Graham is out, like if Graham's out, Rozier at sixty three, I think is 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 really good value, um, you know. And then also you, you may you know you might get a little bit of Malik Monk. Like he played thirty two minutes against Washington. Now part of that was blowout runs. So I think you know they just kind of let him roll with it. Um, but I do think he's he's like a deep, deep tournament play. Um, Miles Bridges got extended run today, too. But I, I really think that was more blowout than anything, especially with uh, P.J. being back. Um, so I, and, and so let, let me get on that right now. P.J. only played 28 minutes, usually plays around, you know, 32 to 34. I think P.J. is in play on this slate at 57 as long as he doesn't sit. Um, Cody Zeller at 61. Look, the price is up there. Uh, but Cody Zeller was on his way to another big game today, Steve. He only played 20 minutes, put up 34 fantasy points. Uh, not saying that, you know, uh, he's going to be able to hang with Boogie. But I, I know 6,100 for Cody Zeller feels bad. But if I can play 61, 6,300 for Miles Turner, I can absolutely play 6,100 for Cody Zeller, a guy that does have 40-point upside the way they're using him right now. I think everything determines on Graham. Um Rogier is probably way too cheap if um, Graham ends up sitting. But, like, the other thing that we got to kind of remember, you know, obviously they're taking a little bit of hit on defense here. Houston is with um, Wood out, but they've been a fantastic defensive team since Oladipo came over. Um, they're playing at a very high level defensively. So I think that is something that we just got to kind of remember a little bit. Um, you know, kind of give Houston a little respect and like their first in defensive rating um, over the last five games. And it's been that way um, really since Oladipo has been traded. So I don't want to go too crazy. Like I don't want to pay 8,300 for LaMelo. I think Hayward is okay, but like I'm looking at Rogier, Zeller, Washington, Bridges, these cheaper guys um, in the tougher matchup because they're less likely to, to kill me if they don't go insane. So um, we moved to eight o'clock. Like that's the standalone seven o'clock game. Um, I almost wish like sites would have just made this a seven game slate and started the slate at eight o'clock. Um, I wish. Well, well, I mean, listen, there's going to be a lot more. There's going to be a lot of more ownership on this game than it should be because everybody wants to see the early screenshot game stack. I'm, t I'm just telling you, it just, it's how it is. 
So there's going to be way more ownership on this Houston-Charlotte game than I think, you know, should even be on it anyway. Washington at Chicago. No total in this game. It is a back-to-back for Washington. Um, and as far as Chicago goes, Wendell Carter Jr. is out. Dotson's out. Markinen is doubtful. And then um, Porter is out. As far as, like, the Washington news goes, um, they said that Westbrook might play in this game. Um, so, like, that's obviously something to note. Uh, obviously, Thomas Bryant's still out. But, you know, for a back-to-back for Washington, we're really going to be looking at, you know, everything here as far as injury news. So let's talk about them first. What are we looking at here for Washington? Uh, I think the first person I'm looking at is, is Bradley Beal and Westbrook. I mean, Westbrook's 8,600. Bradley Beal is 9K on DK. Like that's, that's right in the Bradley Beal wheelhouse. And and I know, I, you know, listen, I, I played Westbrook. Uh, I think it was over the weekend. He was 9K or Friday maybe. And it didn't work out, but at, at these prices, you know, I, I feel like it's time to pull the trigger. So that's kind of where I am. Um, so, yeah, that uh, I think that's kind of where I'm at with Washington. I, I really want to see if, if Westbrook is going to play or if he doesn't. Either way, I think Bradley Beal at 9K is in play. Uh, Alex Lynn did get the start on Sunday, if, if I'm not mistaken. Only played eight minutes, uh, didn't really play much. And, in fact, I think, I think Lopez ended up still – playing more minutes yeah he played 23 minutes but if he gets to start again I, I do think I'm going to be intrigued against this uh, Chicago team without um, uh, without Wendell Carter so uh, he, he's a guy that, that I think I will have some interest interest in for value um, other than that I don't, I don't really want to play anyone from Washington I, I think that that's kind of where I'll stake my flag yeah, if Westbrook sits, maybe you look at NATO or Ish Smith. Um, yeah, NATO is he's super cheap. Ish is like five k, but overall, you know, NATO is he's three k, um, and you know, we'll see, we'll see what happens. Um, yeah, he gets twenty five minutes. He's squarely in play of Westbrook. He gets twenty minutes, right? Like if he gets twenty yeah. minutes against Chicago, he's in play. Um, but I think Westbrook has to be out for that kind of stuff to start to trickle. Um, let's look at the Chicago side of things here. As far as like looking at Chicago, I hate that Thaddeus Young is so expensive. Like when I was looking at injury news, I was like, oh, I'm really gonna like Thad Young here. And then like you see his price, and it's like man, it's a fantastic spot, um, you know, facing facing Washington, but, like, the price is tough. I think we look, Will, I think we go down and look at maybe, like, a Patrick Williams. Um, he is a lot cheaper. And, like, maybe even, like, Daniel Gafford gets 20, 25 minutes here at 3,500. Um, what are you looking at here for the Bulls? Yeah, I mean, I definitely think Patrick Williams is in play. Um, you know, marketing is doubtful, so we're definitely not expecting them to play. Um, so I, I think if Westbrook is out, this is this is going to be a game where I definitely look to play Zach Levine at 8,900. Like, you know, if Westbrook is out, I think this is a fantastic spot for him. Um, you know, how, how much is, uh, is is Valentine going to play this game again? Like, you know, he's he's been playing some. He's now 4,800, you know, played 37 minutes. Uh, against Orlando like how much more is he going to play again in this game if, if we think he's going to play 30 plus minutes at 4800 it's a fantastic spot uh, for Denzel Valentine so he, he's another guy I'm going to look at 
a lot of it just, you know, it, it kind of hinges on uh, uh, the Westbrook news for me. And I know, I know we're talking about Chicago, but I, I feel like this game goes a little differently uh, if, if Westbrook plays or doesn't play. And in fact, I mean, he's been playing, they've, they've still been getting blown out. So, um, but that, that's kind of where I am with Chicago. Looking at the cheap pieces plus uh, Zach Levine, I'm definitely not playing these prices for Thad Young, although they are warranted with his recent performances. It's a great matchup too. It's, it really is. Like, you know, you couldn't ask for a better matchup here. Well, well, and let me just say this too, Steve, because I've been, you know, talking to one of my buddies about this. And, you know, I think we've kind of had a conversation offline about just staying true to, you know, your DFS principles. And one of the principles I, I've built my NBA DFS career on is just targeting bad defenses, right? And, you know, I'm sitting here telling you not to play that young because I don't like the price. But, I mean, look, if you decided to stack up the Bulls against Washington, I'm not saying like five players. I'm saying if you took a Levine and you took a Thad Young and you took a Denzel Valentine, I wouldn't hate it one bit. This is one of the worst defenses they're playing in the NBA, and they could very well all have an upside game here. Um, and that, that's, you know, that's one of the principles I live by. This is definitely a team I'm going to target. I will be looking to play some Chicago pieces for sure. Toronto at Memphis, 223.5 total here. Toronto favored by 2.5. Um, OG is out. And then on the Memphis side, Clark, Triple J, Melton, and Winslow are out. Um, some key pieces here for Memphis missing. Uh, what are we looking at here for Toronto? I mean, so here's the deal. I've been, I was playing Chris Boucher on FanDuel here the past couple couple times because he was like 4,500, like, like incredibly cheap. And now he's put up two upside games, Stevie. And now he's back up to 6K pretty much on FanDuel at 5,900. And DK, he's 5,400. Here's my thing. If you think Chris Boucher is going to get 25-plus minutes, 30 minutes, like at 5,400, you need to play him. In fact, Stevie, I think he was my let's get weird play on Friday, actually. But at, at this price, he's still got meat on the bone here. So I... He's actually going to be my favorite uh, uh, Toronto Raptor to play just because of the price. Uh, and everybody else, I think I'm able to pass on them. I mean, Van Vliet's 85, look, fantastic price, um, you know, or, or price appropriately, let me say that. Uh, Kyle Lowry, 7,800. Uh, I think he's priced appropriately. I think, you know, Pascal Siakam is priced appropriately. Uh, so I think it's for me, like I said, I think it's just Chris Boucher. Um you know, Aaron Baines at 39. His, as you've seen, Chris Boucher's minutes are up. His minutes are down. I'm willing to invest in Boucher if they're going to continue to uh, to uh, give him the minutes. Perhaps they listen to the podcast. Yeah, there you go. Um, I definitely don't mind Boucher. I'm with you on that. Um, tougher matchup. It, it's not the best matchup in the world, but um, if you've been riding it, ride it. You know, this is definitely one of those spots, but I think Van Vliet's priced right. I think Siakam is priced right. Like, he can have ceiling games, and he's a guy that just went bonkers against Brooklyn, but that's Brooklyn. Like, we, we've been talking about it all year. That's Brooklyn. You know, Memphis is a, a team that they look like they were getting better defensively, and they've kind of dropped off here recently again, but I think a lot of that had to do with, like, Valanciunas being out Um you know, we, we saw him come back, and I think we're going to start to see Memphis trend back in that. Like, all right, they, maybe they are a top 10 defensive team. So you have to look at trends in NBA, and it's, it's a sport that you're looking at trends a lot. And I think, like, we're going to 
we're going to see this team trend back better defensively. So I really think the only guy that I like here is Boucher. Um, Norman Powell, he's getting the minutes. It's just the price has reflected the production. And, you know, and you can say the same with Van Vliet. You could say the same with a lot of these guys. Van Vliet, Siakam, Lowry can have monster games at any point in time. But overall, um, I'm not taking a ton of shots, if any, here on this slate. And then on the Memphis side of things, um, I think Valanciunas coming back and playing 24 minutes. I think we're going to see him kind of pump up a little bit more here with Clark out as well. Um, what are we looking at here for Memphis? Well, at this point, man, you know, I feel like we are probably going to have to continue to just play John Morant. Uh, I mean, look, he's 7,500. At some point, man, these minutes are going to hit back at the 35-minute mark. We know he's got the upside, um, you know, and so I, I think the big game is coming at some point. I mean, the stats are still okay. Like his last game, 16 points, nine assists, three rebounds, 33 fantasy points. He scores 10 more points. We're in the 40s. You know, another couple of rebounds. We're pushing 50. The big game from John Moran is coming. Very well could be tonight. Uh, let me tell you why. Toronto has not been playing great defense either, Stevie. Uh, you know, if you've looked at a lot of their scores, you know, I'm not saying they're in the 140s like Brooklyn, but they've been, you know, really competitive games and they've even gotten blown out, you know, a, a fair amount of games here recently, um, or at least two or three that I, that I can remember. But uh, I think this is a good spot for Memphis. Uh, and so I've, I've got immense interest in, in John Moran. I don't think he's going to have, you know, a whole lot of ownership today. Uh, Kyle Anderson's been playing fairly well, but for the most part, I think it's just jaw or bust. Maybe like maybe Tyus Jones at 40. Like that's a strong may, or a weak maybe. But other than that, I think it's mainly just jaw for me. I like Morant a lot. Um, I've been, I've been riding it. I've been waiting for the big game and I, I'm it's, just, it's I'm, in, coming, I'm in, man. yeah, no, it's I'm coming. just in like I'm pot committed. Um, I will say, I think Kyle Anderson does see an uptick here. I think he does play over 30 minutes with Clark out. And at 5,700, he's not bad. Um, like, you know, not only is, like, Clark out, but, like, Melton's out too. So maybe that opens the road for Tyus Jones, like you were talking about, to maybe play 25 minutes. Um, Dylan Brooks maybe gets extra minutes. I don't know. It's tough to say. But I think the guy that I'm most interested in here is Morant. I don't hate Valanciunas, but I think we're going to have better plays when we get to some of these later games. Um, so let's keep rolling here. Minnesota at Dallas. Um, no total in this game. Culver's out. Hernan Gomez is questionable. D'Angelo Russell is questionable. Carl Anthony Towns is doubtful. And then on the Dallas side of things, um, James Johnson is questionable. And that's really the only injury news for that. He's playing like five minutes a night. It really doesn't matter. Um, let's go with the Minnesota side of first here. This whole slate really determined, like is going to be determined by whether or not D'Angelo Russell plays or not. Cause if D'Angelo Russell plays, he's 7,300 facing Dallas. Um, if he doesn't play nobody on Minnesota with Carl Anthony Towns and D'Angelo Russell out is over seven K facing Dallas. Well, Stevie, I, I think you, you brought up such a fantastic illustration of this. Nobody over 7K facing Dallas. This is the worst defensive game on the slate. Like, period, both sides. 
This this game should be up and down, up and down, up and down. Uh, If D'Angelo plays, he is in play. If D'Angelo is out, Ricky Rubio is in play. Um, You know, maybe maybe a little bit of Jordan McLaughlin. He he may even be be in play at 25 minutes. Uh, Man, I wish Malik Beasley would just get back down to like right at 6K for a spot like this at 67. Um, I mean, look, he, he's shown that he has the upside. It's just, I just don't like the price, but I may not, I, I may still have to play him. Uh, you know, we saw Jake Lehman have, you know, drop about 30 fantasy points, but a very efficient shooting from him, even at 3,700, if he's going to get 20 to 25 minutes, uh, I think he played 20, was it 20, 23 minutes, excuse me. If we think he gets to that, that, you know, uh, uh, that minute category, Maybe he's a guy you consider. Anthony Edwards, Edwards is six K now, uh, you know, but but he's kind of going to be the score. The score. So I, I think you know I, I think he's in play, uh, and th- this is a spot where I mean, Carl Cat is Cat is doubtful, so I don't think he's going to play unless something miraculous happens. So Nas Reed is definitely a guy I'm going to be have interest in. Uh, if you don't saw what, if you didn't see what Draymond Green did to Dallas two games in a row, uh, just just go and watch the film. Rebounds galore. Uh, and, and so Nas Reed should, should be able to eat in this spot. Even at 6K, Stevie, I do like Nas Reed in this spot against Dallas. Yeah, you have to. Dallas plays with big guys um, a lot. Like, they play big. Um, so you have to like Nas Reed here. Uh, you mentioned Edwards. I like Beasley. I know he's expensive, but you talked about, like, you know, if there's a guy in a good spot against a bad defense, we should probably be looking at it. Like, yes. look at Malik Beasley's shot attempts the last three games, 19, 19, 18. So if D'Angelo Russell sits again and he's going to get 18 shot ups, uh, you know, up against Dallas and all the other opportunity that he'll have here, it's hard not to like him in this spot, um, even at 6,700. There's not like, yeah, Ricky Rubio's 5,300. He's not playing a ton of minutes. Um, you mentioned McLaughlin. He is like at that 25 minute mark and he's 3,600. I'm more likely to play him over Rubio playing around the same amount of minutes. Um, just yeah. give me the cheap guy and hope that Rubio doesn't go crazy. So um, this is a game I want to target. This is a game I want to target um, on both sides, but mostly Minnesota. Like I said, nobody's over 7K if Russell sits. If Russell plays, I love D'Angelo Russell at 7,300 going up against Dallas. Um, <laughs> You know, the minutes should be there. But I think also some news that we're looking here here is we're going on like five to seven days ish on Hernan Gomez conditioning and getting back into shape. If he plays and they don't give him a minutes restriction that we hear of, I think you have to assume he plays like 20 to 25 minutes um, in his return. Um, And that hurts some of these guys. Um, you know, that we, we mentioned Vanderbilt, um, layman, like these guys would be kind of, you know, potentially like afterthoughts if we get news that Hernan Gomez is going to be back. So be careful, um, on news on that aspect of things. Um, on the Dallas side, you know, it's hard not to like Luca in this spot. I think poor Zingas at 84 is a little too pricey. Um, I know the matchup is fantastic and we'd love to target, you know, fours and fives against Minnesota, but I think the price is just, a little too high. I could pay 4500 for Maxi Kleber in the same spot and, you know, get a little bit of value. Yeah, man, I'm with you. The, the one thing that I do like about Porzingis is the shot attempts have been there. Like, you know, last game we took 18 shots. 
The problem is, man, his assist numbers just not getting there at all. Now, he, he does pick up some rebounds. Like most games, he's had five-plus rebounds. Uh, in fact, he has had five-plus rebounds in all the games. But uh, assist numbers way low. Not really – not extremely consistent in terms of blocks and steals. Like we're not seeing one or two every night. Um, so I – I don't think I can pay 8,400 for Porzingis, even though this is like a fantastic spot. The price is kind of dictating everything for me. Luca, though, at 11K, you know, don't care. Uh, you know, I, f- I do feel like he's close to one of my favorite studs in the slate. I have another guy that I like a little bit more, uh, but but at 11K, I still think he's. I mean, he's definitely number two on my list. Um, let's move on. We got Golden State at San Antonio, 233 total here. Um, the line opened at San Antonio minus one. It's a pick them already. Chris is out. Looney's out. Pascal's questionable. And Wiseman's out. And then LMA and Lonnie Walker are out for goal or for San Antonio. Uh, let's start here with the Golden State side of things. You know, with all these guys out, Tuscano Anderson is way too cheap still, um, in a matchup here against San Antonio. Like, He's going to play as much minutes as he can handle. And like, don't let that one shot attempt fool you last game. That that was that was like this is a dude that will if he's open, he'll take threes and all kinds of stuff. Like he's probably one of my favorite value plays on the slate. Yeah, and Stevie, let's go ahead and clear that up. Don't let it fool you for anybody on this team. Listen, Curry was going Curry was, was going he was going nuclear in that game against Dallas. Do you know how many shot attempts Curry took in that game, Stevie? Just just Take a guess. A gazillion. 31. And he shot 19 for 31. I almost guessed 33. I 11, guessed. 11 of 19 for three. Listen, Curry was on fire, man. So it just, you know, he, he dropped 57 real points for what it's worth. So, you know, it just they just kind of got out of his way. Draymond, in my, I think Draymond only took two shot attempts. Yes, yeah, Stevie, Draymond was 0 for 2, made two free throws. Uh, so don't, 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 don't be fooled, you know. These guys are are going to get their shots up. Curry was just on another level. Um, But, yeah, I I think if if Pascal is out, I know Draymond Green is 6,800. But the minutes, Stevie, he's playing – I mean, he's going to play high 30s if this game is – high 30s if this game is competitive. The only reason he didn't play high 30s in the first game is they blew Dallas out so bad – they didn't. They didn't even really play the fourth quarter. Like they didn't. They didn't need him to play. The last game he played, thirty-seven minutes, forty-eight fantasy points, six rebounds, fifteen assists, four blocks, six steals. Now look, he's not going to get four blocks and six steals in this matchup, but he's also not going to score. Not going to just take two shot attempts. So I think he's probably somewhere in the middle. I think he's still going to be, you know, forty-plus fantasy points as long as Pascal is out. Same thing for Toscano Anderson. Same thing for Oubre. These guys are going to play minutes. Uh, you know, Draymond Green is going to be one of my favorite plays on the slate if Pascal does indeed sit again. And then that also, that's also going to lead me to Curry, who, who once again I think will still, you know, ha- have a massive uh, amount of shot attempts. I, I don't think he'll be in the 30s, but I think 20s is reasonable. Uh, you know, and I, I still think, you know, he's got crazy upside as long as they've got limited bodies. Yeah. Um... I we'll have to see on the Paschal news. If Paschal sits, I think Bazemore is interesting. Um, under four K, yeah, 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 he played twenty three minutes against Dallas the other night. Um, after playing seventeen the night before, so we'll have to kind of see. But 
you know, he's put up over 20 fantasy points in three straight games and, you know, topped out at 23 minutes. So I, I think like, even if he gets a couple extra minutes if Pascal sits, I think he's somewhat interesting here. And um, so we'll have to see how that kind of plays out. And then on the San Antonio side, you know, the story of the year is the Spurs are all underpriced and, that doesn't change here. Like DeMar DeRozan's coming off of a 50 point game against Houston. He's 7,700 um, after he put up 48 against Minnesota. So I think you continue to ride DeMar DeRozan. Um, DeJounte Murray, you know, he played Saturday, came back, played 33 minutes. I, I think like you don't have to really worry about minutes with him. Um, with the LMA outs, you know, it was a really rough game. The first game with LMA out for Johnson. You know, he played like the 26 minutes the other night. But really, the guy that's been getting minutes is Jakob Podol. Yeah, man. Um, Keldon Johnson, big time letdown, like just two straight games for me. I've played them both times that uh, LMA has been out, and we've just not been rewarded. But on the flip side of that, Stevie, we've been rewarded with another fantastic price on FanDuel where Keldon Johnson is 5300 I'm not sure what's going on with Pop, you know, in, in terms of the minutes. Like, you know, he's been, you know, mid to low 20s the past couple games. So I'm not, I'm not, I'm just not sure what's going on. Perhaps, perhaps, perhaps it's the fact that Derek White is back and maybe Derek White is eating into a little bit of his minutes. That that could definitely be the case. Uh, Derek White had a really good game on uh, on Saturday and he was back up to 30 minutes, Stevie. So may, maybe that's that's got something to do with it. And if that is the case, Derek White at 5,100, Stevie, is a fantastic play against uh, against Golden State. Uh, he, he's he's going to be another favorite of mine um, if, if he's going to continue to get 30 minutes. So I think you'll just have to pull the trigger. Golden State hasn't been a defensive juggernaut. They're going to be up and down. Um, you know, San Antonio hasn't been a defensive juggernaut. They're going to be up and down. So this is another – this is probably about as close to my favorite game stack as I have on the slate in terms of making all the pieces work together, not just maybe having the stud and, and kind of being able to sham on the other team. So I, I like this game as a whole. Yeah, and Derek White should see minutes. Like, Walker's already rolled out for this game. So White should start again. Um, if he's going to play 29 minutes at 5,100, going up against Golden State, it's hard not to hard not to like him in this spot. Uh, Cleveland at Phoenix. It's a back-to-back for Phoenix. No total in this game. Uh, Dovin, Love, Nance remain out for Cleveland. Uh, let's start here with the Cleveland side of things. What do we like here for the Cavs? Okay. I- I'm going to start on FanDuel on this one, Stevie. Andre Drummond, uh, when we talked the other night, remember he was 7,500 against Milwaukee. And it worked out, but Vooch went nuclear that game, right? You know, Vooch puts up about 80 fantasy points almost. So him getting 40, it just didn't matter. Like, you needed Vooch at center, right? Okay. They played Milwaukee again. He was 6,900 on on, on FanDuel on that day. Puts up 46 fantasy points, okay? Stevie, going against Phoenix today, uh, an even worse defensive matchup in terms of inside. Like, I'm I'm not saying Aiton's like the worst – but I'm saying, look, he, he's no match for Andre Drummond. He's 7,200 on FanDuel, Stevie. 7,200. And he's playing 30 minutes, looks like now. Uh, Andre Drummond is his big time in play on FanDuel. Now, on DK's 8,200, I get it. Uh, but did want to point that pricing out on FanDuel yet again. Uh, and that's probably about where, I, where I'm going to end up. I don't really want to play anyone from Cleveland on DK. 
Yeah, they're all kind of priced appropriately. I think the the guy you'd probably end up on if you're taking shots in tournaments would be like Colin Sexton. Um, the he's the usage guy outside of like Drummond. Um, so Colin Sexton at 7100. If this game is competitive, we've seen him play like 35 to 40 minutes in games, uh, even 41 a couple times. So if this game stays close, Colin Sexton will play a bunch of minutes. So he would be the guy that I'd most likely play um, with Drummond. And then on the Phoenix side of things, like it seems like Devin Booker's too cheap at 7,400. I know like this is a spot that, you know, we're, we've just kind of been waiting and waiting and waiting to see like what Booker is going to do. But, you know, he's gone for over 40 fantasy points in four of the last 10 games. He's 7,400. Like he seems a little too cheap for someone that I want to take a shot on in tournaments. Yeah, I, I get it, man. I, I, I've been on the fence with Booker because, you know, I, I feel like with Chris Paul there in my mind is assist numbers just haven't been there. And that's kind of been the case. So if he's going to get there, he's got to be efficient with his shooting. Um, you know, the, the game he had against Boston, excuse me, he had 11 assists, which, I mean, really helped him get there and seven rebounds. I was pushing triple-double status. I only scored 18 real points. But, you know, if you're going to score 18, but you get 11 assists, you're going to be right there. Um, I, I, I don't hate the price. Like, for this price, I don't mind taking shots. So, uh, I'm with you. I, I like that price. Chris Paul is 7,600. Um, you know, I don't, I don't think I really want to play Chris Paul uh, in this spot. I just – I don't really like all these secondary pieces. Like, they're playing Frank Kaminsky uh, because Crowder's been, been hurt. But I, I don't think I really need to play anyone else. Um, eight and at 69 is a fair price. Like, it's, it's fair – like that that's you know MME tournament stuff for me. I don't think I'd do it in single entry. I think Bridges is someone if Crowder gets ruled out again that you can look at. They're just they're playing the, the starters just a ton of minutes. Um so it's yeah. even hard to trust like Kaminsky. They they play like Etwan Moore on Sunday some. So um if we get news that like Crowder is gonna sit again, I think you could, you know, well, I think Sarge. Uh, matters too so we'll have to just kind of see like if both those guys get ruled out bridges kaminsky at kaminsky's like verge like he's on the verge of being in play at 4300 i just there's better value plays that we've already talked about so they're gonna need someone with size behind ayton and like this is easily a spot that Drummond could get DeAndre Ayton in foul trouble. So like maybe you take that like angle at playing um, like a Frank Kaminsky or something. But you're gonna have to be right about that for it to work out. So like if you're doing that, make sure you don't play DeAndre Ayton on that team because that would be bad roster construction. Uh, Milwaukee at Denver, no total in this game. Milwaukee, um, their injury report's clean. And then on the Denver side, Dozier and Harris are out. Jamal Murray is the one that we don't have um, a line because of. He is questionable for this game. Uh, he missed Saturday's game with some knee soreness. Uh, what are we looking at here for the Bucks? Yeah, man, I think, you know... <sighs> Once again, in competitive games, like, you know, this is kind of where I want to want to take the Bucks. Drew Holiday may be in play at, at, at 7,700. Same thing for Chris Middleton. Like at 7,500, I, I don't hate this spot for him. Uh, Giannis at 10-9, don't hate that as well. And then Brooke Lopez is really cheap at 4,800. Didn't play as well in, in the last game, but but I still think the price is okay for him. So he, he he's going to be another value play. I think we might be able to get in. Uh, it's just I, I do have some – you know, other centers that I'll probably like 
you know, maybe a little bit more, but but I like the price on him. Yeah, I don't know, man. This 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 spot is just like, all right, do I do I trust this? Do I want to like Middleton is the guy I think like I end up on the most here. It's just because I know the nights that he is hot, he can put up like 50 plus fantasy points at 7,500. So like he is someone that I'm I like, um, I don't mind drew here, but like he's been one of the first guys off the court um, in games that haven't been close. So I, I, you know, I obviously worry about that a little bit, but overall, you know, when you're looking at this team, I think you're potentially looking at Middleton. You can always look at Giannis. Um, and that that's really it. Like, you know, I don't really trust Brooke Lopez or Bobby Porters or any of these guys. Um, and then on the Denver side of things, obviously we'll be waiting very patiently for the Jamal Murray news. If Jamal Murray gets ruled out, Monte Morris is, you know, a top end target um, at 5,100, even in a tough matchup. Um, he's just going to play a ton of minutes if Jamal Murray doesn't play. Yeah, man. I mean, here's the deal. I, I took a shot on this team on Saturday. Stevie. They played R.J. Hampton 27 minutes. Okay. R.J. Hampton. Well, what's his face got hurt in that game, right? Who's the backup to the, like... Well, well Composito didn't play. Yeah, yeah, like, he, he, yeah. he didn't play at all. He was ruled out Saturday. Right. Yeah. Okay. I'm I'm going somewhere with this. I promise. I, okay. I promise I'm, I'm listening to you, this. buddy. Okay. Will Barton did play 37 minutes. Okay. Listen to this. Michael Porter Jr. played 34 minutes. Okay. Mr. Cancer played five minutes. Uh, Jamichael Green played 26 minutes. Paul Millsap played 22 minutes the point i'm trying to make here is for all those bodies they were down i think they had a few bodies on saturday and and mike malone still found a way to just spread minutes out randomly outside of like Jokic and uh and will barton and yeah and yeah you know uh michael porter got got 32 minutes don't don't get me wrong and, and monty got 35 but obviously they should be my point is they i don't they, they just squeezed in these minutes for these random guys uh you know they're playing Milwaukee. This is a, this is a competitive game. My hope is that they would you know just kind of load up on the starters here. Uh, now Jokic did play forty one minutes, and he put up eighty eight fantasy points. And I think that's the reason why I'm saying Jokic is going to be my favorite stud on this slate. If this game's close, I mean he's going to play probably thirty eight minutes. He's going to be pretty much unstoppable unless they put Giannis on him. I. I I mean, he's my favorite play on the slate right now uh, in lieu of the Jamal Murray news. If Murray sits, man, like Jokic is, he should go postal here. Yeah, I think like Jokic is a top end play um, if we get news that Jamal Murray is going to play. Like, and and he's over 70 in, in two of the last three, by the way. Yeah, I can't even hate on the guy anymore this year. Oh, over, like, six, over 60 in three of the last four. I mean, like, okay, Incredible. so if if Murray gets ruled out and um, God, I can't think of his name. Capazzo. Oh, Capazzo. Mm-hmm. Um, if they both get – can we go back to the well in Hampton at 3,600? He's not going to come off the floor if the game gets ugly. I, I mean, I – Did I, he play I, 25 minutes again? 
I, I, do. I don't see how he does it. I think because uh, PJ uh, Dozier's out too already. Yeah. So Doge, Dozier's not playing. Gary Harris isn't playing. Uh, if Composo doesn't play and Murray doesn't play, he's definitely getting 25 minutes, I think. Uh, unless he's going to play um, Morris 40 minutes, Barton 40 minutes, Porter 40 minutes. But I don't think he's, he's going to do that. He's not going to do it's, that. It's, it's, it's Mike Malone. That's what it's I'm saying. It's Mike Malone. Yeah, so I, I think RJ gets another 25-plus minutes for sure. All right, we finished it out uh, with OKC at LA taking on the Lakers, 218.5 total. Lakers favored by 12 in this game. Um, as oh, far this is going to be thund- a quick one. Yeah, as far as the Thunder go, Hill's out, Mada- um, Malden's out, Muscala's out, and Horford. Horford's out. No, Robbie's out. I wrote down Horford, but it's Robbie. Yeah, um, yeah Horford was bad. out the other day for rest. That's all it was. Yeah, yeah so... <sighs> You know, and then on the Lakers side, Anthony Davis is questionable. LeBron's probable. Let's start here with the Thunder. Um, is there anything that you trust here going up against the Lakers? Nope. I mean, like, I'm just sitting here kind of looking at all of it, and I think the only guy that you can, like, realistically take a shot on here is Dort. He's 4,800. If he hits some threes, maybe, but – I'm not even playing him, Stevie. I'm not playing any Thunder today. Zero. Yeah, just, I don't see it. Like, even the Lakers. Like, who do you play from the Lakers in this spot? You yep. play nobody. Like, I'm not playing anybody. I, I think the only people you play from the Lakers is like a Caruso or or, or like a, uh, a THT. Like, this might be a THT spot. Um, he's, he's, he's gotten to over 20 minutes in back-to-back games. Uh, over 20 minutes in, in three of the last four. Uh, that that's just kind of what I would do. I, I don't I don't think I'm going to play LeBron or AD or anybody in this spot. Uh, you know they should kind of mop the floor with these guys and, and get out and get out of town. Even though they're at home, I'm just saying just get this game over quickly. Yeah, I just overall I think this game's ugly. I, I think like the only way we're looking at Lakers here is if um we get news that AD doesn't play. Like this is yes, an ultimate yes. like AD sit spot. And like if Anthony Davis is out, maybe then we start looking at some stuff in this game. But if AD plays, this game's going to be handled. And you know if AD sits, I think you look at Kuzma. Um, don't make the mistake like I did last time where I told you guys to play Kuzma if Anthony Davis is going to sit. And then play Morris because he's cheaper and Kuzma goes crazy. Don't do that. Um, man, that it just so tilted me. Should listen to myself. Um, <laughs> let's play the morning grind game and then we're going to get out of here. Um, we're old dudes. It's past our bedtime. Um, <laughs> who do you like here under 5K to go 7X? Um, I, I'm going to go out on a limb early I, I think the news is going to break our way i think everything's going to line up i'm going to take denzel valentine at 4800 against washington man i mean he this feels like another good game for him yeah you guys are going to continue to hear me talk about um tuscan hernandez until some of these big guys get healthy for golden state and he's still too cheap at 4500 like i said he's one of my favorite value plays on the slate I think that game is going to be the most competitive game on this slate. It's going to be back and forth. Um, I'm going to load up on that game. Like I might have yeah. three to five players from that game, you know, at yeah. first look. So uh, over 8K to go under 5X. Who's your bust today? 
Easy one, man. I'm taking I'm taking the, the safe route today. Just going LeBron James at 10-5. Just I don't see how he gets there against OKC. Should should be over real quick. Yeah, um, he's obviously the guy that I think I'm a, like the mostly likely to fade at the top. I'm gonna go Van Vliet. Um I like it. I like it. He can he can make me eat my words at any point. He can five X at eighty five hundred. Uh, he's been playing great. You know, he's had some big games, but this is not this is not the same type of game. Like, you know, this is a Memphis team that we're gonna I, I, I keep saying it. I think that we're gonna start to see them trend back into a better defense um with Valentunas back. And Valentunas is a guy that protects the rim, and we know that Van Vliet can shoot threes, but like this is a guy that you know wants to drive the basket a lot too. So uh who's your favorite six X play on the slate? Uh, I'm kind of torn between two guys. I, I'm gonna go out on a limb, man. I'm I'm gonna take a guy that we've been taking, but I, I, it's it's coming, man. I'm, I'm gonna take John Moran at 75. I just I I know it's coming. Yeah. Um. I hope so, man. I've been waiting for it to happen too. Um. You know, just waiting for that like big blow up game to to happen for him. I'm going to go back to the San Antonio game and I'm going to go Derek White. Um, I think the news is already kind of out there for Derek White to have a really solid game um, at 5,100. Let's get weird GPP play of the day. Who do you got? Hey, man, I've I've been been hammering this guy in my lineups here the past uh, couple slates. Lack of big man. I'm going right back to Draymond. I know he's 6,800. I don't care. Uh, If he's playing almost 40 minutes, He's going to get there. Draymond at sixty-eight. I, don't, I think this might be one of the first times that like all three players that I'm taking are from the same game. Um, I'm going to go back to the Golden State San Antonio game, and my let's get weird GPP play of the day is going to be Kent Bazemore. Yeah, I need to see Eric yeah. Paschal out first, but I think if Paschal gets ruled out, um, you know, Kent Bazemore gets twenty to twenty-five minutes and just gets enough um, to to you know to get this price. So. Like, well, Stevie, I mean, I think the pieces fit together in this game, man. You know, we, it's something we talked about earlier where, you know, the guys are affordable. Like, you can play Toscano Anderson. You can play Draymond. You can play DeRozan. You can play White. Like, I mean, the game stack on this one is very appealing. Um, Game selection, anything stand out to you on FanDuel or DraftKings today? Yes. DraftKings has the micro millions opener, man. Four bucks. 150 max. Usually, you know, that $4 tournament is uh, 20 entry max, but they're kind of doing something, I guess, similar to kind of how FanDuel has their structured every day, where, you know, FanDuel has a 333. Um, look, man, you know, if, if, if you got the bankroll and you're trying to, you know, see if you can, you know, hit, hit six figures and, and you've been practicing multi-entry, you know, today is a day to take a shot. I mean, even if you don't run 150, like I don't run 150 every day. Sometimes I run 100. Sometimes I run 75. Just depends on the slate and, and how I'm feeling. But uh, if, you, if you've got the bankroll, man, you know, you can turn four bucks or, you know, the multiple of four bucks, depending on how many lineups you run into 100K. Uh, I always think that's a fantastic opportunity for anybody. I will say, uh, I don't, uh, if you're going to MME this, go for it. If you have the bankroll. You don't have yeah, the bankroll this. If you don't have the bankroll, this tournament's off. Um, <laughs> just and, 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 say, 
<laughs> the payout structure yeah. is awful. Um, 11th yeah. place gets 1500 first place gets a hundred grand. I don't need to say anything else. Um, yeah. Chase it. If you can, um, if you, like you said, will said, if you've been practicing MMEing, you're getting better at it. You have the bankroll because you've been getting better at it. Um, definitely a tournament you want to check out because you're not going to see many, I'm not going to say never, but you're not going to see many tournaments at this price range with that type of payout um, in that under $5 range. So yeah. that's kind of what Will's, that's yeah. what Will's kind of getting at there. Um, I'm going to go single entry series. You know, you know you're going to get this. <laughs> you're going to get this most Mondays for me. Um, but I like to keep you guys informed. It's the $10 NBA dime on FanDuel this week. $10 single entry series uh, this week. So make sure you guys are getting into that. You know, jump on it on Monday. Great slate. We have great slates all week. Um, so, you know, we're going to be able to sweat basketball and NASCAR at the same time. Uh, Will, favorite over under against the spread? Anything standing out to you? Um, listen, whatever comes out, I'm not sure. I don't think we have it. The Houston Charlotte game, I don't think we have it yet because they're waiting on the Graham news. I'm taking the over in that game, whatever it is. I don't care when it comes out, taking the over. Yeah, I really like uh, the Golden State-San Antonio game to go over. Um, really sneakily, San Antonio has been playing at the 12th fastest pace over the last five games. Golden State's sixth fastest. We know both these teams like to play fast. And, you know, when we start looking at, like, defense, these two teams don't play defense. San Antonio's 23rd. Um, you know, Golden State's around 11th. So this is a great spot to, I think, target the over. So I'm going to take the over of 233. I highly doubt by the time that I write up my scores and odds like premium picks for Monday that this total is going to be the same. Um, so I, I like I like the over in this one a lot. Uh, Will, any final thoughts before we get out of here? Listen, you've been doing this a long time. You know to unmute your mic. Come on. Like, what a oh, rookie man. mistake. Like, oh, man, this dude partied too hard for the Super Bowl. Oh, well, let's just say I ate too many chicken wings. If any, man, I had uh, wings too. I did not know. Like, did you know that like there's restaurants like that have built like their, their like restaurants inside of Chili's and are doing like wings. I did not know that. I don't no. know if it was just for the Super Bowl either, but yeah, it was interesting. Well, hey, I found fantastic. it. I found it on one of the like uh, places that brings you food. Um, So it was, it was yeah. awesome. Yeah, that's fantastic. But anyway, wow. Anyway. But yeah, no, uh, you know, listen, NASCAR's upon us. Uh if, if you want to get in, man, I, I know Stevie's gonna advertise his own stuff, but I'm I'm just telling you from experience as his friend, uh, I knew nothing about NASCAR. And quite honestly, I still don't know a whole lot about it. In terms of obviously I know what NASCAR is, I know how it works, but I'm saying in terms of a DFS, I'm just telling you as a as a uh, a person that works here and a person that uses the product, I I watch the videos. I listen to what he has to say. I look at the rankings. You know, I, I look at read his cash article and the GPP uh, stuff, and I put together a quality lineup. And you know, it, it's good enough to get me there every week. So you know, this is coming from someone that I feel like I've mastered NBA, mastered MLB, mastered NFL, and a little bit of golf. I'm never going to consider myself a master of, of uh, NASCAR. But I just I take all the information from the master from the master, and that's how you make make a few dollars in this in this niche sport. So uh, hopefully that sums it up for you, Stevie. And I'll I'll quit talking now. Yeah, I mean, like I said at the beginning, I'm super pumped for NASCAR. The weekly will drop um, today. Um, 
you know, we're, we're figuring out like the price it's usually extra for the two races that are early in the week. So we're just kind of figuring all that out. But, um, so really quick, fun fact. Um, it, does Eli Manning get signed by the chiefs as like the backup quarterback so he can beat Brady again in the super bowl next year. So, um, Brady's been to 10 super bowls. He won seven of them and two of them have been lost to Eli Manning. So who knows? Maybe we see Eli Manning in a uh, chiefs Jersey next year. Uh, all joking aside, I hope everyone had an awesome weekend. We'll be back tomorrow talking some more NBA. Good luck in your contest, and we'll see you then.